Hello, I'm Laura Peterson, your host of Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407 566 2555. That's 407 566 2555. So we have lots of great stuff to go over. You know, it's a new year, lots of new things happening. And the market is really pretty stable when you come down to it. It's great for buyers, great for sellers. So it's really a good time for everybody. The interest rates are coming down a little bit. And um, actually, they've been coming down for the last nine weeks from the latest report and everything that I saw. So um, that just helps everybody out. And that's just a, a really good thing. Now, looking at the stats in regards to what happened last week is that there were 321 homes that sold last week, which is not really um, a big surprise because it was Christmas week and all of that kind of good stuff. It was 361 the week before. The median price of a single family home stayed the same at 415000 And um, basically the inventory actually decreased by 136. And so that's what's going on with single family homes. When you break that down in the different price ranges, under 250,000, there were 25 homes that sold. Between 250 and 300, there were 30. Between 300 and 400, there were 87. 79 between 400 and 500. Five, uh, 87 between 500 and a million and 13 over a million. And then when you're looking at the months of inventory, we're at 3.82. So, uh, you know, six is kind of a normal market. So we're still a little bit below that. All categories up until um, 500 to a million are in the threes or less. And then 500 to a million is at 5.27 and over a million is at 9.23. You know, because it was kind of a low week because of the all of the holidays, and this week will be as well, um, because Monday was a holiday as well, then it's still going to show a little bit, you know, down when it comes to those kinds of things. But um, basically, you know, I mean, we're still in a normal market or less than a normal market. It's more of a seller's market at this point in time. However, homes are staying on the market longer. The average days to contract right now is at 49 and so that's what's going on with that. The list to ask price is, or list to sale price, is basically at 97.14. Um, this week, under 250000 was right there with it. And the only one that was below was the, um, you know, below that kind of 97 was uh, the one that is over a million, and they were at 93.95. So you have a little bit of wiggle room when it comes to that, which is just kind of normal because, um, you know, there's a lot more inventory there. So you obviously have a lot more that you can negotiate. And usually under 250 has a lot more wiggle room too, because usually those homes need work, but that didn't happen this week. And so that's, uh, you know, what the scoop is, but you can just keep that in mind if you're looking for that kind of a property. So then when we're looking at condos, townhomes, and villas, there were 105 that sold last week. Um, that was 126 the week before. And the median um, price was at 265000 which again was pretty similar to the week before, and that inventory went down by 93 and is sitting at 24 
you know, 42. So when you're looking at the numbers there and you're looking at the total number of, you know, how many are under 250, there's a lot more of them in that price range for condos, townhomes, and villas. Obviously, of the 105, 48 of them were under 250. Then there were 15 between 250 and 300, 20 between 300 and 400, 11 between 400 and 500, 8 between 500 and a million, and 2 over a million. So you can see, you know, if you're not in that um, under 250, that there's, you know, not as much competition and everything there. The months of inventory for sing for condos, townhomes, and villas for that week um, is sitting at 5.37. And when you get to over 400,000, um, well, actually 300,000, you're over six months. So, um, 300 to 400,000 is 6.92, 400 to 500,000 is 7.57, 500 to a million is 7.33. And then over a million, it was actually only one month of inventory is what it's saying, because there were two that sold, there are nine on the market. So that's basically what's going on there. The list to ask price was at 96.81 overall. Um, the ones over a million sold at 92.27 and 95.28 under 250. So there is a little bit of wiggle room. And the average time uh, to get a contract, you know, not to closing, but just to get a contract on condos, townhomes, and villas was sitting at 60 days, which on the single family homes, it was quite a bit less at. Um, a total of 49. So 11 days quicker is what it was on the single family homes. So basically, when you're looking at that, you know, it's like we can see that there is movement in the market. And even with it being a holiday weekend and everything, um, and a holiday week, I guess, there are still sales going on still things happening in in real estate, it all comes down to that particular neighborhood, um, what's going on there and everything like that. So even though we're talking in general numbers here of what's going on in central Florida, it still comes down to your neighborhood, your zip code, all of that kind of thing. And so it's um, really important if you're looking to sell and you'd like some um, a second opinion or you'd like an opinion, you know, just give us a call and we're more than happy to, um, you know, help you out. It's free, no obligation or anything to, to help you out and letting you know, you know, what you can expect to happen on your particular property. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. and Monday at 6. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407 566 2555. That's 407 566 2555. So I, the latest thing that I saw on interest rates, which I know there's something that's probably a little bit less, was said that the average long-term U.S. mortgage rate fell to 6.67. So it was over, it was probably up to 7.7 .7 or 7.5. So we're almost a whole point below what it was kind of at the top. And like I said earlier in the show, it looks like it has fallen for the last nine weeks. And so that's something that, uh, you know, that that's going to um, 
you know, help out. It says some economists say home sales will increase in 2024 as mortgage rates ease. And um, that just makes sense. You know, I mean, I've been talking about for quite a while that the builders out there do have good rates. They do have in the, you know, 4.87 is some of the good, the best that I've seen. Um, I've seen some 4.99s and all of that, that the, the builders are actually buying down the rate so that more people can afford the houses that they're building, obviously. And so, um, you know, they, they're making it affordable. And unfortunately, because of the all of the regulations and stuff like that, if those interest rates aren't low, then there's a lot of people that can't afford to buy because their ratios are off, meaning that they're that they don't have as much, um, you know, that they have too much debt or whatever in order to qualify for a loan. So it is really important, and the mortgage um, rate is very sensitive. There is a lot of cash that is being that is being floated around there that people are purchasing with cash. But the average person, you know, probably needs to get a mortgage. And so um, the majority of the houses that sell are with mortgages. And so as a result of that, you know, when it becomes an affordability factor that the house prices are too high and the people can't afford them, it becomes really a big deal. So, um, you know, we're happy that the mortgage rates are coming down and I expect them to continue to come down a little bit, maybe not a, a lot, but a little bit because we are in an election year. And usually, you know, um, they want everything good because all of the um, people want to be reelected. And so as a result of that, magically, the um, interest rates seem to be very favorable and everything during an election year. And so um, if you are thinking about buying a house this year, I think it's a good time to think about it. If you're thinking about selling, you know, it's a good time too. Like I said, it is a seller's market for the most part. In order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555 and we'll see you after the break. Welcome back. I'm Laura Peterson, your host of Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So as we go on here, um, one of the things that I ran into this week that I thought was really good is that it was talking about U.S. home flipping and kind of, you know, a little bit in regards to what's going on with that. I know that there are a lot of investors out there, and I talk to a lot of people that are looking for houses all the time, and kind of what the reality is in regards to what happens, how much money is made, and all of those kinds of things that, that happen out there. And um, Jacksonville and Lakeland are among the most active metro areas for flipping in the nation, actually, at this point in time. So I thought that that was um, pretty interesting. And when you're looking at the country, that there were 72,543 single-family homes and condominiums in the U.S. that were flipped in the third quarter of 2023. So 72,000 of them, which was 7.2% or one of every 14 home sales 
nationwide. So there is a lot of flipping going on. There are a lot of times that sellers don't really want to fix up their house. And so they would rather sell it for less money, not have any of the hassle and that kind of thing. And then they would, um, you know, just walk away and all that that good stuff. Now, we definitely have our cash offer program that in our cash offer program, we have over 62 investors. And then we have a lot of local investors, too, that will take a look at the properties that we have that will um, that will potentially, you know, go on the market or whatever, but these people are looking for no open houses, no um, people walking through their house. They don't have to do any repairs. They can just kind of, you know, move on. And, um, you know, a lot of times people always think, oh, they're lowball offers. Well, they're a little lower than you would get on the open market, obviously, or if you would go ahead and do all those repairs and that kind of thing yourself. But they're actually not bad. And when you're looking at, um, you know, how much money everybody makes in general, that this basically goes through in regards to um, how much they're making, which the way these flippers are going, they're actually doing quite well. Their profit margin is typically 29.8% is basically what they're getting. And raw profits on a typical typical flip around the country is 70,000 is what it was, what it is. Um, so there there is some money to be made and that and definitely, you know, taking a house and, and fixing it up and then selling it and making 70,000. And, you know, usually it says that the average uh, flip time is 161 days. So 161 divided by 30. Um, so it's less than six months. So five months would be roughly 150 days. So between five and six months is how long you're going to be holding on to that property. And then to make 30% on your money or close to it is actually really good. Um, so um, basically that then when these flippers sell them, what they found is that on average for the country, 10.1 of these 10.1% of these houses were sold to people with FHA loans. But in Lakeland, 24.9% of them were sold to FHA loan um, people. Now, if you are buying a house and flipping it. There are a few rules when it does come to financing, especially with the FHA and that kind of thing. And even a little bit with conventional loans, I'm trying to think right now exactly what that is. But I know with FHA, if there is more than 10% um, increase in what the people bought it for before, then it, they want it to be seasoned and they do want it to be held on to for six months before you can get an FHA loan. So that basically um, is kind of what's going on out there. And basically, it says that 62.9% of the homes that were flipped um, were purchased with investors with cash. So what's happening is that these investors are going in there with cash, they're fixing up or whatever um, that they need to do, you know, paint, flooring, usually are the main things. A lot of times they're going to do something to the kitchen or to bathrooms are the main thing. Um, roofs are something that obviously are really important here in Central Florida. And so they do those kinds of things and then they can make a return on their um, money. So basically, you know, when it's talking about this, the thing 
thing that I don't exactly know is it says that the the profit margin is 29.8 and that's the difference between the median purchase price and the median resale price of the home flips. So the thing that they're not talking about in here is how much money that they're spending on repairing it. So the profit margin that they're getting, I'm sure is not 30%. Um, but they're, you know, it's probably significantly less like there. It's probably comes out to probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 15% on most flips is what they're going to be getting in um, six months time. So if you're getting that in six months, and then if you did it twice a year, or you multiplied it by two, then it would be a 20% return on your investment. So actually, it still is a great return on your vest investment, even if it is 10%. But this article is saying that the average one is getting 29.2. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio. And remember, if you'd like to reach us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. And um, I was talking earlier in the show where I was talking about the average long-term mortgage rates dipped for ninth straight week. And basically um, what it was saying is that the average is 6.67 roughly now. And the interesting thing to me that I didn't mention earlier, and the reason I'm bringing it up again, is because the a year ago the average rate was 6.42. Now, it went all the way up into about 7.4 something or other, but now it is back down to that 6.67 um, and not too much different than what it was a, the year before. On a 15-year fixed rate mortgages, it is um, 5.93, and basically a year ago it was 5.68. So, we're a lot closer than where we were um, quite a while ago. So I thought that that was really interesting and something that everybody should know. And basically, um, when I was also looking at some of the things that the builders are all saying, is they're, they were expecting that everybody was going to start running into their shops and all that kind of stuff with the interest rates going down. But as I've mentioned many times, you know, the, the builders already have a lot of times, you know, a lesser interest rate because they're buying it down is basically um, what's going on and everything. So basically, you know, they're not having everybody drop everything to run in there because they kind of already know that. But if you don't know that, and it's not on all houses that a builder has, usually it's their inventory homes and that that they've already built or that they're almost done building and they want to make sure that they sell them. So if you go in there, and have and contract for them to build a house for you that's going to be a ready in six months, four months, something like that, that you pick everything, you're not necessarily going to get those great rates on it. And it's not with every builder either. So, you know, if you are looking to do that, just give us a call. We'll help you out with that and find um, the the right product in the right area at the right interest rate. And that's all good. So um, basically, one more thing that it comes to with um, stats that I wanted to get into real quick is that it said that um, basically that the um, the closed sales um, from this year to last year are up a little bit higher, 4.2%. So we've been pretty steady. The um, 
prices have gone up slightly, but everything in general in Central Florida when it comes to real estate, in my opinion, is looking pretty good. But in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. Welcome back. I'm Laura Peterson, your host of Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So one of the things that I talk about quite a bit is insurance and um, how that affects it, because basically when when we go to sell a house or we sell a house you know the bottom line is is that insurance is a big factor it affects basically um, you know how much of a house that people can afford because it goes into one of those payments that gets included in their ratios of how much they can afford and so when insurance is high when interest rates are high and all of that kind of stuff it affects affordability quite a bit so there was this um, report that came out that said that insurers say reform sparked improvement in the market climate. And, you know, we've just had doom and gloom when it comes to the insurance market in Florida, because there has been a lot of fraud that has happened, you know, in regards to, um, you know, and a lot of litigation and all of those kinds of things. So as a result of that, the insurance rates have just continued to go up, up and up. And I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, that, you know, I just renewed my insurance and I was pleasantly surprised that it hadn't changed. And when I was talking to the agent and she looked at it and she was like shocked, she was really surprised that it hadn't changed. And um, so I was thankful for that. But, you know, the legislation did um, some reforms and that kind of thing to try to get things under control. And the things that they did, it looks like it's working. And it says, yeah, a year after um, the attorney fee statute was reformed during a special legislative session in December of 22, um, several insurers said that they were beginning to see fewer lawsuits filed against them. And so, um, and new cases from citizens, which is the prop, you know, the one of the, the Florida um insurance company that is owned by the state it said they declined 17 percent during the first 10 months of 2023 so i thought that that was um, a positive thing when they're not getting sued obviously um, there's a lot more opportunity for them to charge a better rate to all of us and they said that they think that it's gotten back to an insurance market rather than a fraud market And that's what they hope to see continuing. So they're able to predict payouts after storms known as risk modeling have become it had become impossible prior to the reforms because of the high level of claims of litigation. So what would happen is that there would be a storm coming through and then an insurance claim would deny maybe a 20 year old roof or something like that. And so the people would get, um, 
you know, um, sue the insurance company. And so then that just takes time, money, energy, and all of those kinds of things. The people would end up getting their new roof and the insurance companies would pay double, triple, quadruple or whatever than what they would normally pay, even if it was a claim for the roof. So um, basically that's kind of what what was happening. And so um, basically what they say is that they've stopped the bleeding. So I think that that's, that's someone's quote, obviously, but I think that when it comes down to it, stopping the bleeding, when you've got a problem going, obviously we can all agree that that's a good thing to happen. So, so basically what it, it sounds like is happening is that the insurance market is starting to settle down. They're seeing slight changes that are um, improvements. And so that'll happen to improve all of our rates. And that's kind of, you know, one of the things that when I'm out there selling houses, which I do every day, is that we find that some people are, you know, um, a little bit turned off by property taxes and insurance out there. And that's kind of just the name of the game. And when it does come to property insurance, it's really important that you're working with people that know what's going on, honestly, because um, when it when you're looking at property insurance at property taxes, is that they are going to reset when the home is resold, if it's sold for a different amount than what it was sold for before. So, you know, most in most of central Florida and everywhere, really, the prices have increased since 2020 for sure. I mean, we've stayed pretty pretty standard um, through 2022 and 2023. We've stayed pretty much the same. So if you bought a house that somebody bought in 2022 and you're buying it now, your property taxes could be pretty similar, you know, outside of homes, homestead and all of that kind of good stuff. But um, if you bought one from somebody that say they pay three hundred for it, and you bought it for four hundred thousand. You're not going to keep those same property taxes. So, you know, to me, in a lot of the things that are online and all of that, you know, and they're showing the property tax number, it's not really a good indication of what it should be. You know, there really should be something in there, in my opinion, that says this is what your taxes are going to be um, based on what the current tax rate is and all of that kind of stuff, you know, if you buy this house for this amount of money. And if they did that, then you can look at the taxes that are, you know, there for somebody. If somebody's owned their home for 20 years and it's homesteaded and maybe they're paying like a thousand or two and then because they bought the house for 200000 and now you're buying it for 500000 basically the bottom line is is that your taxes are going to be maybe 7000 maybe 8000 maybe 6000 You know, it's all calculable, and it's very easy to figure out, but you can't be naive about thinking that the property taxes are going to be the same as what the previous owner paid. And that's, um, you know, one of the fallacies out there that we definitely educate all of our buyers and everything on, but everybody's not aware of that. And we were talking to some sellers um, just a couple weeks ago, and they were shocked in regards to what was going to happen with the property taxes when they sold it at that price, because it did affect a buyer that was buying it that decided that maybe that wasn't the right house for them because of the property taxes that are out there.
But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407 566 2555. That's 407 566 2555. And basically, one more thing on the property tax that you can do yourself and everything is that you can look at what the millage rate is, you know, for that particular house. And, you know, because all of the tax records are public records on many of the county sites. On the property appraisers, they have, you know, property tax calculators in there that it says um, if you're going to buy the house, this particular house for this amount of money, this is going to be the range of probably what your taxes are going to be. And so you can look at that and you can see what it is and pretty much plan in regards to what, it, you know, what the taxes are going to be and if it's going to be something that's affordable for you or not. Now, um, one more thing about taxes that is critically important, if you are a Florida resident and you are living in the home that you purchased, you want to make sure that you've got Homestead for 2024. And you had to purchase it in 2023 or previously, and then you have to apply with that county by um, March 1st. So do it now if you haven't already done it. I always suggest that when you're buying a new home that you go ahead and you get that tax deduction, that you get that homestead, you know, situated right then so you don't forget about it. Because if you do it March 1st or after or after March 1st, then basically what happens is it's not going to take effect until 2025. And so what you want to do is that you want to get it as soon as you can. So you might want to check to make sure that your home is homesteaded. If you're a Florida resident and you're living in the property, then that those are the, the main requirements. So you just have to get them, you know, different documents like your driver's license and things like that, that show that you totally are living in the property and that kind of thing. And then you're going to get that homestead exemption. And that'll save you a lot of money over time. It'll just save you money for this year. But it kind of locks it in that you can't, they won't increase the taxes over 3%. And then you get a little bit of a discount. So it's a win all the way around. So just don't forget that count, cut, you know, go ahead and, and um, go after your county tax assessor and they'll help you do that with no problems. But in order to get in touch with us, call or text 407-566-2555. Find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Laura Peterson, your host of Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So basically, um, another thing that's gone into effect right now, and it doesn't affect many people out there that's, that are listening, but it's just interesting, interesting to know, is that there is the foreign buyer registration um, rules went into effect on January 4th. And so basically this, um, it, the rules for certain foreign, foreign principles to register certain land they directly or indirectly own in the state of Florida. So this was a law that was passed several months ago 
and a foreign principal who obtains equitable title by executing a real estate contract with the obligation of closing to obtain legal title within 90 days has to register the real property that is the subject of the contract and within 30 days of acquiring legal title. And then a foreign principal who obtains uh, equitable title by executing a real estate contract without the obligation of closing to obtain legal title within 90 days has to register the property that is the subject of the contract within 120 days of acquiring title. So basically um, this, that, you know, this comes into that um, it was something, it's not all countries, it's, it's different countries that are subject to this. So basically, um, I don't know. It's a very complex law. It's very, it says that basically you need to talk to your attorney to find out, you know, if you are from a foreign country and you own real estate here, if there's something that you need to do. And basically, I know that, you know, it comes as a result of um, just protecting the, the assets of the government and the state and all of that kind of good stuff. So it's a good thing. It's a new thing. Um, but um, basically, it, it just comes down to, um, you know, dotting your I's and crossing your T's if you are from another country, and um, that'll all be great. But um, one thing that I ran into that I thought was very interesting was whether people should rent or buy, and that is the question, right? So there's a few pros and cons and everything, no matter what you do, if you're going to rent, if you're going to buy, you know, whatever it is. And so when you're looking at the pros of renting, um, number one, it's flexibility, you can relocate easily. When you are renting in the state of Florida, there are two things that you could put on your lease to get out of it. One of them is that you will um, continue to pay the rent or you will pay as damages the whole contract or you can market that you will pay two months um, rent to get out of the contract. And so um, there, there is that um, option on all leases that I've seen. And so that's something that, you know, with just two months, you know, paying two months penalty of the current rent, you can get out of it and move on. The other um, benefit is maintenance and repairs. That repairs are, and maintenance is pretty much done by the property owner. So they typically handle it. Um, you know, there are minor things, and I've seen a lot of leases as well, where the, the tenant is responsible for certain things when it comes to repairs. So you just want to make sure that you check your lease when you're going into it, if that's something that is a concern to you. The cons of renting are limited control. You have limited control over the property. You might need permission to make changes or improvements. Most likely you do. And you don't have any equity building. Renting doesn't build equity. Monthly payments go towards the landlord's income rather than an investment in property ownership for yourself. And then the pros of buying are equity building, that the homeownership allows individuals to build equity over time. As the mortgage payments are made, homeowners gradually own a larger share of their property. And then in addition to that, the thing that you get is the appreciation. So in the last year, we haven't had any, um, we've, we've had minimal appreciation, I guess, as they said that it went up like 0.3% or something like that. So it has gone up, but not a lot. But um, if you're looking at three or four years ago, it's gone up like 15 or 20 percent. So um, appreciation is something that definitely happens when you're when you when you've got that more than likely. 
you know, there might be little dips here and there, but if you, the longer you hold on to the property, the more appreciation and the more chance for appreciation you're going to have. Then the, another pro of buying is personalization. Homeowners have the freedom to personalize and modify their living space without seeking permission. That includes renovations, landscaping, and other improvements. The cons of buying are upfront costs and responsibility. So you have to have upfront costs, including down payment, closing costs, and ongoing responsibilities, such as property taxes, insurance, and maintenance. A lot of those are built into your payment that you might pay to the bank. But um, basically, you know, not necessarily the maintenance, but there are things that you can do, like get a home warranty that will kind of insure against the big expenses, not roofs, but it would insure against, um, you know, the air conditioners and all of those kinds of things. And um, then the cons of buying are market timing risk. The timing of a home purchase can impact its financial success. Again, if you're going to hold on to it for a long time, then it basically... Um, will work itself out is, uh, you know, even when we had the craziness stuff that the market was going up in 2005 and six to where it was going up 5% a month and, and then it finally hit a halt. In my opinion, it was September of 2005. I remember that. And, um, Everything just kind of held on for a while, and then it started falling until 2010. But even from those lows of 2010, we have definitely surpassed what they were in 2005 today. And so the appreciation is back if you were able to hold on to your house. I know a lot of people had crazy loans and they weren't able to, but basically the bottom line is, is that, um, for the, for the most part and for most people, it has ended up, it ended up being, um, you know, a good thing. You just had to hold on for a long period of time until it got, um, you know, until it came back. But, um, you know, most people that I know when, you know, we're going and we're selling the properties that they have purchased. I mean, lately, I don't know anybody, even people that bought them a year ago, they're not losing anything. They might be losing a few thousand dollars, um, you know, because they have a few expenses. But outside of that, everybody's pretty much, you know, made money on real estate. So if you're looking to buy we always think it's a great idea. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407 566 2555. That's 407 566 2555. So one of the things that I found this week that I thought was very interesting, and it came in regards to real estate agents, because the unfortunate thing is, is that everybody thinks that if you're a real estate agent, that you're all the same. And, you know, basically, I don't believe that that's true. I mean, it's not true in anything in life. So why would it be in real estate agents? But the study came out and said that 49% of agents sold one house or none at all in the past year. So, um, you know, basically what that, that means is that, um, there are a lot of people that aren't running into, you know, problems. I mean, basically what I look at myself as a realtor, a lot of times is actually solving problems because there are a lot of little things that come up just like in your job, I think that, um, you know, have to be solved that have to 
that you have to know what to do. And when you've run into those problems before, it makes it a lot easier to deal with it the second time. And so that's where experience really comes in. And so um, 70% of the agents out there sold five or fewer homes in the last year. So, and there are one realtor for every 102 people living in Florida that have their license and everything. So basically, you know, it's just a, a, you know, a a thing that I think that really, I feel like all real estate agents can be successful, but basically you've got to put the time, energy, and effort into it in learning the craft, just like you do in anything else. So it's just something that I thought I would throw out there today and all of that kind of good stuff that, that I think you need to just really look at the people that you're working with and evaluate them just like you would evaluate any other thing that you do in your life. And it's going to make your life easier. But in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you next week. Have a great one, everybody. Bye-bye.